0: So the election is over, but not over. There are still a lot of races that have yet to be called. And at this point, I'm recording on the Friday after Election Day. We still don't know who is going to control the Senate. We still don't know who's going to control the House. Um, If I was a betting man, I would say the Democrats would take the Senate and Republicans would take the House. That is the prevalent wisdom at this point. But let's talk a little bit about the races that have been called What hasn't been called, what's left, what what we can take away from these midterms. So to start with Connecticut, Governor Ned Lamont in his race against Bob Stefanowski, he won a re-election for governor here. That was to be expected, but many Republicans thought maybe, just maybe, in a good year for Republicans, Bob Stefanowski would be able to come from behind and take the governorship from Ned Lamont. Nonetheless, that is not going to happen. Ron DeSantis in Florida, he had a strong, strong victory, better than expected. He won by, I think, 18 points or so against Charlie Crist. He is a rising star in the Republican Party, so this is definitely good looks for him in Florida. In Wisconsin, Ron Johnson defeated Mandela Barnes. This was not a toss-up. It was a likely or lean Republican seat. Ron Johnson's the incumbent Republican there. That is a big win for Republicans to try to, if they have any hope for retaining the Senate, that was a big seat for them to win. The only true toss-up that has been called is in Pennsylvania, where John Fetterman defeated Dr. Oz um, despite having a stroke a few months ago, despite having a poor debate debate performance because the speech was affected by his stroke. He comes out on top there. That is a huge win for Democrats. That is why um, most people are saying the Democrats have a stronger chance here. Arizona, Mark Kelly is leading there. He is the Democrat. He is leading by about five points with about 80% of the vote counted, but it is not over yet. Um, News organizations have yet to call that race. Nevada is close between Democrat Catherine Cortez Masto And Adam Laxalt, we will see what that is to be called as if Arizona and Nevada both go to to the Democrats, then the Democrats already have 50 seats. If not, if they only grab one seat of the two, then it will come down to a Georgia runoff because Raphael Warnock and Herschel Walker, while they were neck and neck, Raphael Warnock was a point ahead, but he is not going to hit 50%. There was a third party candidate there that siphoned off some votes and In order to win a Senate seat in Georgia, you need to actually get a majority, which is 50%. Neither candidate will do that. So the top two will advance to a runoff in December. If the Democrats only get one um, of Arizona or Nevada, then the control of the U.S. Senate will rest on the Georgia runoff, which we will not know the results of for at least a month. That's when the election is at least. Um, The eyes of the nation will be on that race. Two years ago, there were two Georgia runoff um, Senate elections that gave the Democrats control of the U.S. Senate. We'll see if that happens this time. Let's go to the House. The Republicans have a much easier path to a majority than the Democrats. In order to have control of the House of Representatives, you need 218 seats. Uh, The Democrats have a razor, razor thin majority right now with this election we're looking at 211 seats right now in the republican column and 196 in the democratic column 28 seats are still undecided but as you can see by those numbers republicans only need seven more seats for a majority um democrats are a little bit further out from having that but we will see just a quick update on the candidates who did come on this podcast Jamie Stevenson and Jim Himes went up against each other to represent Connecticut's 4th District. Um, Jim Himes came out victorious there, he is re-elected to Congress. Sean Scanlon will be the next State Comptroller, congratulations Sean, and Bob Duff will continue representing Norwalk in Hartford, Norwalk and Darren in Hartford as the Majority Leader So thank you so much to the guests who came on the show. Thank you also to Tim Malloy, who was on for our very first episode, who is not running for office. Um, Thank you, guys. So I wish I had more results to talk about at this time. We do not know yet who's going to control the Senate, who's going to control the House. Keep an eye in the days to come on Arizona and Nevada on their Senate races there um and there are a lot of house races out west that are still being counted we will see as always but guys i want to thank you all so much for everyone who's listened and supported this podcast from the beginning um i've had a fantastic crew working with me it's been it's been an awesome journey i got to interview some amazing guests so thank you everybody um i don't know if i'll be doing another podcast in the future i had an awesome time and the support has been amazing but as of now this is it for me thank you so much everybody bye thank you for listening to this episode a production of qu podcasts i'm matt harlick and our producer is grace mcguire our videographer is tyler salter our and our social media coordinator is olivia geckler music from free music archive be sure to follow us american midterms on instagram